Hi, hello, and welcome to the after party. I normally start by asking you guys how you feel after the session, but today I just want to take this opportunity to plug a very underloved show called Unreal, (laughs) which is a show on Lifetime. Okay, stick with me. A, it's on Lifetime. Lifetime has like reinvented themselves as an original content producing, not just over the top movies, but they're like producing really interesting shows. They're almost all led by women now, like directors, writers, executives, the whole team. And they produced a show, which is a fictional show, scripted drama. In the universe of the show, they are producing a fictional Bachelor-esque dating show. And the characters that like make up the cast of the show Unreal, there's like two levels of show here, they are producers for the Bachelor-ish mm-hmm. program. So it's all about like the the manipulation and the casting and the hijinks and the like interpersonal drama that happens on the set of a show like The Bachelor. And the leading questions at the uh, oh, confession yeah. booths. Yes. Eric. Eric. So anyway, <laughs> I, I never watched dating shows before watching Unreal, but I do now because I can just imagine or I like to think about what kind of like freaking drama is happening behind the scenes or producers are like trying to make their candidates fight other candidates and like ask them weird questions and provoke them and like leave alcohol in the rooms of people who are vulnerable and like all kinds of crazy stuff. So I don't know what's happening here, but the idea of being a little bit peering behind the curtain uh, is really interesting to me. This episode is sponsored by Unreal. (laughs) Sponsored by Lifetime. I wish. I think Lifetime might have something to say about that. Live another lifetime in fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I got two romantic interests. Oh, my God. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Do you think Inara is actually, like, does she actually want to win the game? Like, I don't know. I mean, probably not, because I would take her away from the party and freedom, you know, to like do whatever she Captain wanted. And Captain Alex. And Captain Alex, right. Always just going to hold a flame, a spout of water, as it were. Huh? <laughs> Is that interesting to her? Like, the idea of winning the game and reigning over a land? I don't know. I don't think she's probably thought about it. A, she was drunk when we were introduced to Representative Brink. And B, you know, I think it's just more of the shock and awe, you know, but um, I am super curious to learn more about Autumn. I'm curious to learn more about Brinks and especially the like vast array of like species and ages, you know, and and, like people that are here. I think it's going to be really interesting what the competitions will be. I'm prepping for a fight, but maybe it'll be games. Maybe it'll be, you know, dancing. Like who knows? Oh my God. I hope it's not dancing. I also hope it's not dancing. <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. It could be dancing. It's now going to be dancing. Yeah, it's be dancing. all going to be dancing. Damn I love it. that you guys say things like this on tapes. <laughs> so, Tracy, we learned something kind of interesting about your backstory, or we learned that we could learn something interesting. How do you feel about the way that your dramatic exit went down? So, as a player, like, I love it. Like, obviously, this is really smart. We had a, you guys probably didn't get to hear it in the edit, but, like, we had a a little bit of a prolonged conversation with Fisher and I have like Fisher's like really trying to hammer home like I'm trying to convince Tracy to stay in this game and I like as a player I'm like yes I want to stay in this game like this is I'm not trying to go against the story here but I don't know if Tracy is bought and sold on this and I don't know if even Johnny can convince him on some random dating game yeah I mean at least for Johnny's motivations he doesn't want to be here either but he's going to roll with it and he's going to try to get his friend to roll with it and if he can't you know he can't and now apparently he has clay in his ear 
<laughs> this year. Well, I mean, piece. the one thing that Tracy does not do well is roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it was actually a pretty brilliant move to, I don't know if you had that plan in advance, Eric, but the move to have the producer entice me with something like this, pretty much the only thing I wouldn't refuse. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Even like the idea of a Warforged, another Warforged in the area didn't really convince Tracy all that much, mainly because I think he's just a pile of mud with some sticks for bones. But I don't know. We'll see. It doesn't even mean that what the producer knows is real or is true. He could just be lying. I'm excited for it. Yeah. There's always like the narrative of the person who doesn't actually want to be there, who then gets put there for some reason or another. And I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. I mean, if he's being basically forced into this, his little act of like, this isn't actually me is saying beep boop. Yeah. The audience wants to see a robot. So he's going to give them a robot. To me, it also actually uh, begs the question, is that what's happening with P-O-R-O, that they're also mm-hmm. be booping because they don't want to be here either, but they've been promised a similar it's possible. thing. It's also possible they're mud with sticks in it. Wait, so or everyone three, is mud? Three. Yes. I think so. Every, you guys think that everyone there is, is mud? There is an assumption on the, at this table that, <laughs> uh, that most of what's happening isn't real. I think the idea is that we all just like are like face down in like a mud puddle as we were trying to get to Alonzo. Shared hallucination yeah. is where you're going. I thought more like this whole house is a giant like pit of quicksand and it's just sculpted from mud into what it actually appears to be. Yeah, I thought it was like a magic mud type situation where these people right. have like power over mud and they're just building and animating things out of mud. Yeah, and, clay. and instead of like a mud puddle appearing to portal you into somewhere else, I thought like, oh, well, the floor illusion just stops for a second. It's mud. You sink and then it becomes the floor again. For sure, Johnny wants to figure out what's going on with the boots. I think yeah. that is absolutely where the representative is channeling her magic through. Now, here's the problem with Amanda and I's fan theory. <laughs> is that there's a hot tub, and they went in the hot tub, and they did not melt. Listen, into... mud, it can hold water. You can make a little clay cup. You can have a mud puddle, like a mud pothole with water in it. You know, hmm. I think hypothetically, if we're talking about transmutation and what's actually being manipulated yeah. is Earth, all of these things could be found or be manipulated up to and including the window glass, just like very fine, like small specks of glass all put together into that thick construct. I think this could all be inside of a snow globe, but instead of <laughs> snow, it's sand or mud. We're all inside a mud globe. Yep. Of the representative. This Rep- year's hottest Christmas toy, the mud globe. <laughs> Remember when we fell in a mud puddle and we were chasing the red throat gang in wow. the market? Do you the, think this is all just we, been a giant mud dream? We all got a concussion, even those of us who didn't actually fall in, which was everyone <laughs> except for you, because you were the only one who fell in. So when I said that we all fell in, I meant I fell in. <laughs> <laughs> but we all got concussed from it collectively, yes, and we've yes. been imagining this in, in a In our coma. shared consciousness. Yeah. Ooh, that would be a crowded consciousness, huh? I will oh, only yeah. come out and say that that theory is the one that's incorrect. <laughs> oh, damn. The I concussion. I think the only person we know to be truly, actually, fully real is the human known as Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it once. I've said it again. I will continue saying it. Chad's my favorite. He is a human. He is real. Everything about him is real. I He's can so shake pure. his hand. I love He's him. the best. Like. When everyone knows you can't change mud into ooze, so it's the only one. Yeah, yeah. Like, you just can't do it. Yeah, it's like legally not allowed. It's like yep. sublimation, like the change in the states of water. Exactly. Only you just can't just ooze to mud, doesn't work. Yeah, it goes ice <laughs> to water, ooze to steam. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh-huh. 
Chad to human. That's that's the yeah. And <laughs> Chad to human, guys. I don't know what you're talking. about. <laughs> Chad the... is here to find love. Listen, the spinoff show is uh, Chad trying to find his way out in the Chad world. Chad in paradise. Chad yeah. in par- nice. paradise. Nice. Good. 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 I feel bad that Cruz. I think really wants to try, but he is just so bad at this. Yeah, I got this from what was this Rachel Lindsay's season of The Bachelorette. This guy, Waboom, he just Ugh. like kept trying to make Waboom happen. And like, that's his thing that he said. So I feel like people are trying to like be self-serving and go there to have be famous. And, Build their brand. Yeah, get catchphrases. That's where Cruz came from. Hey, where'd you get the names? Are they from patrons? They are from patrons. Uh, Cruz is named after Chandra Cruz. Uh, Misha is Misha Stanton, audio sorcerer. Alice Sunbeam actually comes from Alice, one of our patrons. Uh, Representative Brink comes from Sarah Brink. Brinksy! Do you think that's her actual nickname? Brinksy? If it's not, it should be. (laughs) Oh, Autumn. Autumn also comes from Autumn Blue Sky. There are probably other ones, and I'm trying to figure it out, but I am so all over the place. If you think it's you, it's probably you. (laughs) (laughs) Is it me? Is it all me? Is it all me? This is where you get to pick your NPC. Yeah, tag yourself. Listen, guys, legally change your names to fit these NPCs, and then you will have been picked. Someone deserves the name Kyle Vacation. And or Kevin. Please name yourself Chad Human. Chad the Human. (laughs) These are like pretty much all the NPCs we're going to get during this arc, but thank you for lending me your names, and now you are being rendered on a fake Bachelorette fantasy reality show. Also, if anyone wants to draw that hot tub scene, I mean, I'm going to retweet it. Yeah. If everyone wants to draw what Kevin Vacation looks like falling into the pool, I would love that very, very much. He's an Avarial, right? Yeah. I don't know if I have the uh, manual that says that. There's a very rare type of elf that has wings. They were mostly killed by dragons. Yes. And those that are left are either peaceful or very warlike. And they Ooh. are just elves with wings. Called yeah. a varial. There you go. There was a moment where I thought that it was just a dude wearing like fake wings. Hmm. <laughs> and we got some questions from Twitter and from our Discord that we would love to answer for you right now. From Candace, what tattoos would your character get? Mine would definitely get a dagger on her forearm. Brandon, you have tattoos already. I am covered in quasi tattoos. They're carvings, markings. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, He'd probably just get like a cool little flower in the Aww. corner. Adorable. If you had like, to add to it. I like that Inara got a dagger on her arm, which is like the equivalent of all the chefs get a knife on their arm. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would. How about Fish? How about you? How about Johnny? I think Johnny actually has his entire body just like a very intricate tattoo of the light and dark balance. And it's the light. And back and piece. It's, and it's like a back and body and all throughout, but no one can see it because he has it completely covered so no one can tell. You are like just the coolest youth minister. When yeah. <laughs> When in his life did he do that? Guys, I'm having a moment here. Come on. <laughs> I just imagine you with your fucking ukulele like singing a song. <laughs> About God Jesus. God is great. Don't get tattoos unless people can't see them because professionality is important. Well, no, there's magic in this world. It can be covered. I have a question also from Lucille. What's up, Lucille? What custom emojis would the characters add to the Discord? I mean, the answer is bagels and oatcake, so I don't know if there's anything else necessary ever in the world. I tried adding, like, a finger guns thing, but there's nothing, like, very good that displays finger guns. Glitter. You like a glittery gif emoji. Yeah. We don't have a big axe, do we? We should get a big axe. I don't think so. There's, like, a crossed swords one. Nah, it's not quite the same. Ooh, a pocket watch. Yeah. That'd be cool. Wait, do we... We don't have no. that. Briefcase with a little tail coming out the end. <gasps> yeah. That'd be cute. Chest and chest pieces would be good. 
There's literally an emoji of me in our Discord, so there I'm is. good. There I'm is. Sad. Need a stone face emoji. Well, I don't even know what that looks like. Well, gargoyle friend. Yeah, like the Keep cartoon gargoyles. Do you remember? Brandon, I told you that's what I based stone face on. Yes, I do. Do you remember street sharks, though? I do, unfortunately. Can we have a shark NPC at some point? Sure. Can we Thank get you. biker mice from Mars? I don't know what that is. Can we get that shark fighting a ninja turtle? Sure. I, I got to work on a new campaign. Can you put the full cast of the L word into this campaign? <laughs> I are, I'm pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Question from Rudy via the Discord. If we, the players, could cast the wish spell in real life one time, what would you use it for? Is that just like a wish, like genie style a wish? I think so. Yeah, right. It's kind of monkey paw-esque, like a very sort of literal in that, in that fantasy genie sort of way. You take everything you say very literally. Hmm. So I'm on the great D&D Beyond. Wish is the mightiest spell a mortal creature can cast. By simply speaking aloud, you can alter the very foundations of reality in accord with your desires. The basic use of this spell is to duplicate any other spell of 8th level or lower. Blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of rules for wishing, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that it's a wish. It's a genie wish. Make a wish. I don't know. My first thought was some kind of unending snack bag. but I For your, humans, your human? Yeah. Um, yeah. Amanda? I'm yeah. human? That's yeah. good. I like that. But I'm trying to, I also want like unlimited money. That would be nice. But like that's the thing though is I think if you make it like magical but small, then the monkey paw can't get you back. It's some kind of bag of holding would be nice. Like either a bag that's big enough to fit all my stuff or a bag that like provides what I need in that moment. Uh, but then it would have to be like I hope it holds all my stuff and I can carry it and it's not like going to like hurt me. All right. Well, seems like the first instinct was the right one. <laughs> How about you guys? I wish I would never be tired. Like, it's not that I don't want to sleep. Like, I still want to be able to sleep. But if I had the inkling of, like, man, I have this deadline or, like, man, I just want to make up. I just want to stay up and, like, bake cookies. I want to be able to stay up and not have to sleep. Sleep optional. Yeah. So I get extra hours in the day if I want. So it's uh, not, like, then a super. Is it not that you, you just don't want to feel tired, though, but the effects of not sleeping still affect you? Though? Well, no. I don't want that. That'd be bad. See, I'm I am your monkey <laughs> Thanks, paw Eric. Esker, expert. <laughs> I don't like Eric playing this game with us. I'm dramatic irony man. I'm like I'm the audience that tells you like, hey, don't go in there. It's like even a horror movie, you were able to like keep people from doing the dumb stuff in a horror movie. Yeah. Like I'm the audience. I want all of my roles to be twenty. Very good. Do oh, the twenties. Oh, <laughs> then you D20s. lose all your dice. Yeah, but then you can't eat bread anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how that's ironic. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll lose some weight, so that'll be good. <laughs> I'm carb-free, and I only crit. <laughs> Every time you roll a 20, you have to eat the dice. That's the monkey paw. Oh, easy. Bring it. Done. All of your rolls become rolls. Yo. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> little, little These, are all rolls? Great. These are all great. What if it were like- Ooh, I prefer like, savory. Oh, I see. I wish that I could teleport from one place to another- but I still have the ability to be driven through traditional means. I shouldn't take away from it. Well, it's like, you know, you remember in, in Click, the amazing movie with Adam Sandler? Never no. saw it. Yes, I do. I've seen it. Yeah, it's really sad. It's super sad. Basically, he has like a magical remote, which he gets in a bed, bath and beyond because that's where the beyond is. Really good joke buried. Within. Is that where that joke came from? Yeah, the that's, where, that's where the oh, idea for the entire fucking movie came from. He was like, <laughs> what would the beyond be in bed, bath and beyond? He was like, I don't know, a time travel remote. Boom. movie. So was this supposed to be like a series of all the different items, like monkey paw items that you could get? Yeah, there's beyond? a bunch of stuff in there. Christopher Walken plays like 
a guy who works at Bed Bath and Beyond who's like a wizard. Oh my god, plays as Lucy. Probably actually. Hey, uh, the, these coupons don't expire. That was by far the worst Christopher Walken. <laughs> was that heard. was that Stoneface doing a Christopher it Walken was. impression? I, I did better it was. And uh, you get like a remote where you can fast forward through like boring stuff. And so Adam Sandler would fast forward through his commute because like he didn't want to like alter the actual thing that he was doing, but he wanted to just like speed it up. Sure. But then like it's like smart learning. So it would then like auto fast forward. So then like he kept like losing big chunks of time. Because, like, he didn't appreciate his family. So he would just, like, fast forward through, like, playing with his kids because he thought it was boring. And then, like, he loses, like, five years. Anyway, so, like, I wouldn't want to, like, fast forward through, like, road trips or, like, really meaningful. Because I love road trips and, like, travel with, like, other people and you're, like, doing stuff together. But I just, like, sometimes I just want to go from Queens home very quickly. (laughs) Not going to lie, Eric, when you were describing the movie... I blacked out because I was just so uninterested in the movie. <laughs> you fast forward. We, we fast forwarded. Yeah, yeah I, I fast forwarded. His movie yeah. career is like movies that are covertly sad into movies that are overtly sad. Yeah, well, this is this is this is seriously what my theory is. He comes up with a joke for his stand-up specials, and then is like, hmm, "That might be a film," and that's all of his films. They're all super sad, though. I mean, like Happy Gilmore is about like. A guy who failed as being a hockey player and then like was able to pivot. Yeah, that's into the a joke. joke. He's like, "What's a failed hockey player? A golfer? Ha ha!" And that's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? What if the little brother of the devil was a nutcase? And that's little Nicky. Yeah. Yikes. Mr. Deeds is a remake, though, right? Yeah. Guys, we could be doing so much with our brains that isn't remembering. Adam I'm like Sandler upset movies. that we're talking about. This. I know. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Mr. Deeds is a good movie, though. Isn't there one where he's like supposed to be Superman or something? Like, there's it's an all an allegory of being like Superman. Ah, uh, Spanglish. <laughs> this is literally true. The only Adam Sandler movie that I know about is Fifty First Dates. <laughs> also, that movie's super sad because Drew Barrymore had his head trauma. Yeah, no, they're all sad. That's how he gets uh, awards. Oh, God. I don't think Adam Sandler has ever gotten awards. <laughs> He's gotten awards. He's gotten lots of awards. Like what? Good acting awards. I don't know. Good movie awards. Oh, good, oh, good, good, good acting, acting awards. awards. My favorite one. The oh, GGAs. The I love the red carpet <laughs> event on that. It's so good. The gauze. I almost put in IMDb good acting awards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also confusing him slightly with, um, who's the other jokester that turned sad? The jokester? <laughs> Kevin James. Uh, nope, that's nope. just Still everything he does. His life sad. is sad. Yeah. All right. Adam Sandler got nominated for one Golden Globe. That's it. Yeah, the good action award. I was thinking of the other guy, Jim Carrey. Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless, Spotless that, Mind. That movie's yes. great. Listen, buddy, movie. I have a monopoly on adorable pop culture gaps, so <laughs> step off. Mine's more of a memory thing, so... <laughs> Our last question is from Pat in our Discord. Welcome, Pat. Pat wrote this amazing song that hurt my heart about Greg and Alonzo. We'll have it on the Twitter. Go find it, please. It hurts. Oh, so good. And And we're on Archive of Our Own now, which means we're a real fandom. And that (laughs) makes me so, so, so proud. So please sign up archiveofourown.org. That's the only place you should be consuming your fanfics. And write us some little travels. We love it. So this is from Pat. Were Representative Shields and Jamie initially going to be non-binary, agender, something like that? Because I noticed that before we met them personally, with quotes, Eric consistently used they, them pronouns. I haven't listened back to make sure, but I remember my excitement about it. Yes, I really wanted to do that with those two. I made it really clear that Valentine was they, them. 
for Representative Shields, I definitely wanted to be they them. And for Jamie, when he Jamie was just like a monster, I wanted to keep them they them. And then like when we realized he was somebody's boyfriend, I firmly made them he. Ah, man, I really try to do these things. And Representative Shields was supposed to be non-binary. And just like I, I lost it. It's really hard keeping some of this stuff together in my head. But at the same time, I just need to do better. I want this and I can bring it in with my characters. And like, if I'm going to make intentional choices, saying it out loud is like the entire point. So the answer is yes. And I need to do better. I don't know. I I just, it it, it bothered me. You are trying to keep track of like a thousand different things in your head. And that's not to say that that's not an important choice and that it doesn't deserve to be there. But, you know, the intention, I think, and the fact that the 90% of the time that you're saying it the way that you intend, you know, it's important. And I know that as players, we do a good job of, you know, when we can, and when we also realize it's happening, we call you out on it. And, you know, we do our best as well to refer to people as they, at least these characters, how they prefer to be gendered. Non-binary people can also use he and they or she and they or Z and she. And like, I mean, people can use the pronouns that they feel fit them the best. And that might be he, she or they. So representative shields can still be non-binary, gender, gender fluid, however they identify and kind of either be fluid between pronouns or feel that multiple pronouns fit them. So whatever you think your headcanon is, that is true for you. And that absolutely suits you. I do also appreciate that we don't assume the gender of characters that we meet before we meet them. Um, So that's, I think, a good practice to get into in your daily life. They is never going to be wrong for a new person you're meeting. So it's a a good thing to assume. It's also helpful uh, if somebody is changing their pronouns or you're not sure and want to learn what is correct every time you write the character's name to put the pronouns next to the character in parentheses can be a really helpful way to kind of train your brain to remember something and to learn a pathway that you know you want to learn but is new to you. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think that like with the Kenku, they're already like stand out so much in my mind that I'm like, oh, Kenku, they, them. We only had one, which was Valentine's. So that was kind of easier. But we have so we have like multiple representatives and it just kind of slipped my mind. Yeah, I know. It's just like as the narrator, I feel a responsibility to do it. And it, it, it bothers me just as much. The fact that y'all notice is important. But if I don't follow through, then it's like. We want to actually I'm glad, I'm glad that I tried. It's like, good job that you tried, but like, you gotta, this person is, is this person. So I just want to like bring it all the way in, and I'm going to try to be more cognizant of it in the future. Thank you for your question. I think we've gotten a lot of uh, really good criticism, uh, especially Taz listeners who have like bounced a lot of stuff off of the Adventure Zone and really thought smartly of it. Like, I think about this stuff a lot. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out and hit me up. I hear you, and I, I'm really excited to explore a lot of this stuff that make our, that make this world and uh, how the concentric states work together. Well, thank you again to all of you who submitted questions for this after party. You can do so on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Tumblr. We're at Join the Party Pod in all the places. You can email us if you want. Hello at jointhepartypod.com. Questions either for this or for Master Dungeon Master on our episodes. You can join our Patreon. Keep the party going all the time by participating in our patron-only Discord, which is just like the purest, finest place on the internet. And until then, we will see you guys in two weeks with a new episode. Goodbye. See you later. Undying Light be with you. Thank you.